1: That's what!
0: Welcome back to twenty four hours in rugby league. Plenty of news over the last twenty four hours. Of course, last night we saw that Paul Vaughn he has signed with the Canterbury Bulldogs starting next year. I think this is a really good signing. I spoke about it on the Instagram live that I dropped this morning on the podcast. I think this guy, he's had his pants pulled down, he's been embarrassed, he's been plastered from left, right, and centre. And I think it might be a bit of a wake up call. I'm tipping that he plays some good footy for Canterbury. We know that Paul Vaughan, when he's playing his best footy, he is a kangaroos caliber sort of front rower. So I like this one by Canterbury. I think I think they've got him probably at rock-bottom price. I think they've got him uh, at rock-bottom in his life in general. So I think that he'll be looking to be on the up, and I, I think it'll be good for Canterbury. This is a punt that I'd be willing to take on Paul Vaughan. We're hearing that Curtis Scott, he could sign with the West Tigers. Effective immediately, a very interesting move, considering that James Roberts is in trouble again over the last few days. Interesting to see how that one plays out. But Curtis Scott, I think it would be a reasonably good get for the West Tigers. Sydney Roosters, we've heard names like George Tafua, Tavita Funa being been thrown around to fill in that spot. I'm hearing that Dale Copley. He has been signed by the Sydney Roosters, and I think you'll see him lining up either on the in the centres or on the wing over the next few weeks. You've obviously got Joey Manu playing right centre. Uh, you could move him out to the right wing, or you could play Copley on the right edge as well. So, interesting to see which way the Roosters go. I think they could be a little bit fluid out on that edge, sort of getting these guys to swap and change a little bit. But See how that one plays out. No doubt the Roosters with their injury toll, uh, they are going to need some players. And I think that Dale Copley is going to be the guy to fill that role. you got Jack Gos over at the Manly Seagulls. The Cronulla Sharks are reportedly very interested in him. Personally, I haven't ever been a huge fan of Jack. Um, I think he's uh, I think he's a good footballer, but I don't think he's outstanding. I think you can do better for second rolls, And I think that... This Cronulla Shark side, they probably don't need any more depth in their back row, to be honest here. There's a lot of talent there, a lot of guys that aren't making this side in the first place. So, an interesting one for me. See, Siwa Takiyaho, he's been carrying a... Uh, hamstring injury for the last few weeks. Uh, We heard that he was carrying it for a number of weeks in first grade. He then was rested, I think, the last week or maybe the last two weeks. He's been named to play tonight. It's interesting to see if he still does. They cut their their squad down to 20 last night. He was still in Jersey 17. Fingers crossed he does play. But it looks like potentially uh, he could be leaving the Roosters at the end of the year, potentially going to England. Apparently a big money offer to go over there, which would free up cap space for the Sydney Roosters to go after Joey Manu to re-sign him, which would be a huge play for them. As you know, we've heard that the New Zealand Warriors and apparently one or two other clubs are going big on Joey Manu to try and get him to play in their spine next year. So, if they do keep Joey Manu, that would be massive for the Sydney Roosters. On in the Melbourne Storm. We spoke about this a couple of days ago with Xavier Coates. Apparently, the Melbourne Storm have sort of said, look, it's not going to happen. We're not going to get him this year. Disappointing for the Melbourne Storm. Uh, I would say this has probably come from Brisbane's end, not wanting to release, release this guy, which I do understand. Um, personally, I'd be looking to the future, though. It's one that can go either way. I get that. For the Back to the Sydney Roosters, and uh, obviously, Boyd Corden's retired this year. Jake Friend's retired. Brett Morris. Going to be a heap of money there, and This might be the least shocking news or the least shocking rumor of all time, but apparently the Roosters are looking to target Brandon Smith, which I think would be a fantastic target for them. He has got a couple of connections down there to the Sydney Roosters. Of course, Cooper Cronk's there, Matt King's there, and guys that he didn't play with, but they would still have a relationship with the Melbourne Storm, and I think they'd be able to talk about the Roosters' culture and compare it to down in Melbourne. Uh, He'd obviously be the starting nine for the Sydney Roosters as well. I know a lot of people have said they've got Sam Verrills, Why get Brandon Smith? But... As good as Sam Verrill's is, I mean, he's not even in the same Paul Bar as Brandon Smith. If you are able to get a guy like this, you'd be batshit crazy not to. To be able to see the ball playing that guys like Luke here and Victor Radley could do off the back... Of Brandon Smith, if he was to play 13. If not, just his runs at hooker. I think he'd be just so damaging and it would create so much space for the rest of this footy side because you've got to have eyes on Brandon Smith the entire time. That's becoming the biggest strong point of his game, in my opinion. So if the Roosters were to get him, fuck, they would be one hell of a side over the next few years. That would be massive. The Gold Coast Titans are reportedly looking at Anthony Milford for the rest of the 2021 season, which would be very interesting. They've obviously got Jamal Fogarty, Ash Taylor. You've got Toby Sexton floating around. Uh, there's a couple of other guys are complaining. the halves there. So a Milford signing would be interesting. Not something I'd be going for personally. I don't think the Titans need him. I'm not sure if they're the system to get the very best out of him either. But if they do back themselves, and they do, my God, it could be anything. You'll be getting him in a cut-price deal. He could come off the bench and play 14. He could start in the six. Could be anything for Anthony Milford. So an interesting one to watch there. The, Cow- the Cowboys are confident they will reach a deal to re-sign Murray Tualagi over the next few days. He's obviously burst onto the scene this year. He's been unreal. I didn't really see this coming to be honest with you I didn't think he was that crash hot when I first saw him but he has improved out of sight he is looking like a really strong prospect for the Cowboys moving forward Kyle Flanagan he's obviously been named in the 7 for the Canterbury Bulldogs this weekend Phil Gould has come out and said that you know if you want to stay at the Bulldogs next year come and show that you want that jersey Flano has shot down uh, the claims that he could be going to the Super League personally I think it would be a good move for him but he wants to fight to stay in the NRL which I think is good to hear from the kid Uh, very interested to see how he goes over the next few weeks i think canterbury is definitely a team that he can fight his way back into so
1: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm, hello fresh
0: see how that one plays out Um, you know sometimes backs against the wall they can bring out the very best in guys so good luck to Flano over the next few weeks hopefully he shows Trent Barrett and Phil good that he deserves a spot in this club next year a big re-signing for the Penrith Panthers and one that will fly under the radar but I think he could be one of the premier back rollers in our game over the next few years Scotty Sorensen obviously left the Cronulla Sharks a couple of years ago I couldn't believe when he left. Um, this is a guy that I think has got a big future. And I think in this Penrith system, it really could be anything. You've obviously got Savita Pangai Jr. arriving now. You have James Fisher-Harris returning in a few weeks. So you might not see much of Scotty Sorensen for the rest of the season. But I wouldn't be shocked next year if he becomes a permanent fixture on their bench. And he's only one or two injuries away from forcing himself into this starting team. And I think he could have real impact. I think it's a great signing by them. Talking about great signings, of back rowers, the Canberra Raiders. Uh, they've signed a new deal with their co-captain Elliot Whitehead. So he will be remaining at the club until the end of 2024. Probably one of the most important guys in this system. Uh, He's been a great leader for a long time. He seems to be that real locker room guy that gels this team together off the field. And I think he's the guy that's the real connection to all the Pommy players. Um, I think that we quite often see Josh Hodgson as that sort of guy. But I think Elliot Whitehead, he holds a lot of pull on the field, uh, but also off the field, which I spoke about. I think he's been crucial in all of Ricky Stewart's plans. So fantastic to see him stay there. I think he's up there with the best raiders we've seen, Elliot Whitehead. Extremely underrated. One of the favourites down there. Jimmy the Jet, as we mentioned, he's in a bit of trouble. Walked out onto his balcony. A guy that's had a lot of mental health issues over the years and went to get some fresh air. I understand. It's stupid. I get that. He's not meant to do it. It's a tough situation though. The NRL, they're proposing a one-game suspension and a $7,000 fine for Jimmy the Jet. So they'll go through the NRL with that. Fingers crossed that's where it ends because we want to see Jimmy in our game. Uh, I know he's made a lot of mistakes. I know people are very sick of him uh, at times, but I've, I'll always be a fan of Jimmy and I always want to see him play his best footy. I think rugby league's better when James Roberts is lighting it up or when guys like. The, the, the guys that have the skill set of James Roberts are playing rugby league. So entertaining. We love to see them. That's all your news from the last 24 hours. Guys, stay tuned today. You're going to have a bit of draft content coming. We jumped on the weekly rubdowns podcast last night. Obviously, the best rugby league supercoach draft podcast in the game. Huge fans of Natty and Wooker and what they do. Was lucky enough to jump on the podcast last night. They're going to be dropping the full podcast this afternoon, part one this afternoon, part two tomorrow. I'm just going to give you a couple of little clips of it over the next 24 hours or so. Make sure you go and have a look at the weekly rubdown. If you're not following them on Instagram, make sure you are now and go and subscribe to their podcast, doing great stuff in the Supercoach Draft game. And if you aren't a draft player, go and listen to their podcast and then just think about it this off-season if you want to stick with Classic or if you want to go to Draft. You can get you know a minimum of six mates together to play Draft. I guarantee you, you'll love it so much more than Classic. You can still enjoy Classic. I'm not bagging that. But Draft, it's such. It's a much more intimate form of the game and you'll love playing it with your mates. The banter's unreal. Um, It's a sensational form of the game and I think you'll really enjoy it. So stay tuned for that podcast with the Weekly Rubdown coming later today and then you can go and listen to the full episode on the Weekly Rubdown podcast over the next two days.